1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard No game for Celtic or Rangers this weekend With attention now starting to turn towards the meeting of the sides next weekend Stephen Gerrard's men have Europe on their minds before then With the visit of Sparta Prague in the east end of the city Lots of recent column inches given to discussing Roy Keane As a potential new manager I'm Gordon Duncan Joining
2: me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. It's all a matter of personal opinion of course But for me Roy Keane is the last man Celtic need right now He hasn't managed it for 10 years He had one successful season When he was a manager And dressing room confrontation with players Is not what Celtic need When they are vulnerable I don't think there is an outstanding And feasible candidate for the job And one other question Who's picking the new manager When one chief executive is on his way out of the club And the next one Doesn't start working till June Fascinating week
1: coming up Alex A yeah. relatively quiet weekend by our own standards um, But we've got a Scotland squad tomorrow Which is going to be very interesting With the Euros round the corner We've got European action for Rangers And then of course the small matter No such thing as a meaningless meeting You all keep telling me um, Of Celtic Rangers at the weekend Yeah
3: plenty to look forward to Gordon Hibs take another step towards the securing third place A win over Ross County at the weekend Livingston secure a top six An incredible achievement for the guys Aberdeen and Celtic are looking for a manager As Hugh said Hearts are taking strides to get back into the top table Plenty of to discuss going forward this week Yes, so 01419511025
1: That is the number you need to get in touch with the panel tonight So don't hang around Let us hear from you What have you got on your mind And at Clyde SSB that's the Twitter handle you need if you would rather tweet us there as well but we'd love to speak to you on the phones so let's do it 01419511025 a quiet weekend Hugh Kevins but that does not mean you are off the hook what was
2: your result of the weekend I'm going for Livy 2 Hamilton Academys 1 On the basis that For Livingston to get Into the top six And be confirmed top six That's the equivalent Of a trophy win This is a club Who changed manager Midstream Gary Holt Off the bus And David Martindale Came on And they have Transformed themselves Under David Martindale Well done them
3: I'm going to go for Alouar Gordon Stonebottom Of uh, the championship With a 3-2 win Over QOS And I have to say You know They've they've Derrida sell back And only four points
1: now Okay I like that See for anyone Who's out there Scoffing going Oh come on There's only two games In the Premiership These two are professionals They will delve deep oh. To find their awards For a Monday <laughs> evening Your goal of the weekend Will we just call it off Right now Yeah, yeah it's, it's got, got, it's got to be the yeah. jet. He's like become like a
2: mascot To this show In the last few months We have cracked Every lame joke Associated with the jet He's oh, flying Oh I'm, I'm not sure I think, I think there's still more to come Well anyway It was a terrific goal Great piece of Vision Imagination Call it what you like uh, Well done the jet
3: Yeah it was an unbelievable It was well constructed goal as well Gordon you know A little ball into him A little flick The spin and a rifle down in the top corner But what I give a mention To Callum Smith as well Fine goal at the weekend For the Ackies yeah. Unfortunately it wasn't enough To get anything from the game
1: This is what we were looking for From the jet all along If you're going oh. to have jet On the back of your strip You're going to need to deliver That was That was a goal worthy Of the three letters On the back of the strip Hugh Evans. That was a high octane jet It was very good indeed Right uh, your howler of the weekend Now remember A bit of creative licence For you here I don't know If it's a, a manager That's annoyed you With something they've said Or a goalkeeping error A sitter in front of goal A refereeing blunder It tends to be uh, Quite popular
3: What are you going for? I'm going to go first here Because I, I'm going to go for Martin Boyle's dive A 9.5 By anybody's Imagination For me This guy is doing too easy gone. I know he wins free kicks And he wins penalties uh, At times but that most certainly was a dive What was the line from John Hughes Last time I saw a dive like
1: that it's <laughs> would speedo's, speedo's on
2: Speedo's on, yeah uh, Right Hugh Keevans What are you going for? Uh, I'm In light of what Alec has said I am going for John Beaton The referee Who fell for Martin Boyle twice He gave a penalty that wasn't a penalty When Boyle went down far too easily And he also missed the dive Which would have resulted in a red card uh, Had he Well, he must have seen it He's looking at it But he decided not to take any action So uh, John Beaton You stand accused Right
1: So 1419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's hear from you We give you a a flavour of a couple of things That are floating around But if you think we've missed anything Do pick up the phone If you are on social media If you read the morning newspapers You will notice a lot of attention Being given at the moment To Roy Keane As a potential new Celtic manager So Celtic fans Quite simply Yes or no What what do you make of that suggestion Is that the type of appointment Celtic need or not Let us know your gut reaction to that Of course if you want to throw alternative names in we'll take that as well But um, don't know what's behind it But there seems to be a lot of attention towards Roy Keane this weekend So let us know what you think uh, And of course it is the start of that week ahead of Celtic against Rangers Give us your early thoughts Because there's lots going to happen throughout this week So if you want to get your thoughts in early Let us know how much does this one Matter The league is over But you're always telling us That there's no such thing As a meaningless meeting Celtic fans How much consolation Would it be for you Rangers fans How much does it Matter to you Considering you're still uh, Playing for Europe And so on Let us know Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. David Is in Blantyre He's going to kick us off tonight Hi David
4: Hi thanks um, uh, Good evening Gordon Good How's evening it Alex Here. you Hi uh, We are just
1: Kicked off, David. You heard. I'm sure Hugh Keaven's was pretty clear on his thoughts about Roy Keane as a potential Celtic manager. Is that one that would do it for you?
4: No, uh, not at all.
1: Right now, but you've agreed with Hugh Keaven's, which is always a, a worrying start. Um, but why? Why not?
4: <laughs> um, well, he's, he's, as Hugh had said, he's, he's been out of a job. You know, a, a managerial job for ten years or so. Um, he's had these, you know, assistant manager roles um in Nottingham Forest and uh, Republic of Ireland. Um not for me, um because it just seems like a what's the word for one want of a better word, um it looks for trouble. Yeah. Um and I think that um will it will find it in, in this in this day and age where players seem to be a bit more pampered. Um Probably get you know you can further back to to Alex's day when when Alex played um, that that wasn't the case um, but I just I just think it's no it's a no go
2: no Roy, go no at all. Keane, Roy Keane the television pundit brilliant absolutely unmissable Roy Keane the football manager not really that great had one good season at Sunderland got promotion. Uh, then the dressing room confrontation started and uh, according to legend on the day that he tendered his resignation, the, the players had a big night out. Uh, then he went to Ipswich, bang average, uh, they hung about the bottom of the championship and then he got the the sack. So, mm. you know, he, he might have been the Celtic manager in 2014 when uh, Ronnie Diala got the job, but he felt that this interview uh didn't make him think that Celtic wanted him enough But now, seven years later On what basis would you mm. make Roy Keane your manager? Well, I mean, Alex You talk about the
1: The the, the rumour, the legend, whatever and, and some of it will be more than that But, you know, this stuff about he, He'll fall out with people Is that Is, is it fair? Is it, is it overstated at times? Can that not be Can it be a good thing, that level of intensity? Oh, clearly not If a line gets crossed, I, I accept that much But I mean, everyone knows the career and I'd imagine yeah. that comes with a a sort of a certain aura or presence. No, not for
3: you? Uh, I think uh, a few years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, and possibly Gordon, you know, uh, he's went into a couple of jobs there. He, he had a lot of money to spend at Sunderland. Sunderland was spending yeah. a lot of cash at that time to get out of that championship uh, and they did that. I mean, he did take them from... Pretty much bottom though, did absolutely. they not to yeah. win
1: the the title and, and get up to yeah. the Premier
3: League? Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. As I said, there was a lot of investment in that team at that that present time, and uh, I think one of the issues you would have now is Gordon people of that kind of fiery nature. You know, we look at Neil Lennon coming back to Celtic there, and he was saying I matured him, and, and he was trying to get away from for me. But sometimes it was his strengths, which was his passion and getting in people's faces now. We've Seen at the the beginning of this season when Neil Lennon came out and he had to go at players because he may well wanted to leave, uh, he had to rein it back. So, I'm not sure that you have to be boxed a lot more clever. I think, Roy, let see Roy Keane as, as Hugh says, I think he's a pundit, he's brilliant, he's, he's controversial. Mm-hmm. He referred to uh, smacking a player at half time and leaving uh, uh, off the bus. I'm not sure that kind of stuff, if he would mm. took that into a dressing room you know, I mean, he was
1: going to say, is there a possibility though to showmen like yourself that you know that that's egged up a little bit hand up a little bit for for television uh, and trying to be dramatic or is that the way it would be in a dressing room if you've
2: ever read Roy Keane's book uh, he he loves that stuff Um, confrontation with players uh, on Mm. and off the park however Celtic don't need a short term fix they need to be aware of the the long distance future and for me I do not understand on what basis you would have Mm. Roy Keane David.
4: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, it's just a case of, especially as well, where the, the new chief executive came in, mm-hmm. and then a director of football. Um, how 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 would how would Roy Keane adapt to that? You know, um, I don't think he would pretty well. Um, I think he's he, he wants to be you know a person in control, but he's he's been he's been out the game. Um, too long, in my opinion. Uh, you know, 10 years, uh, football evolves, football moves on. Um, and although, really, as I said, he was the assistant at Forest under Martin Hill in the Republic of Ireland, but no, nah, not for me.
1: So you, you don't buy into the, the side of things, David. People talk about the different strengths that a Celtic manager would have to have, and the one that keeps coming up a lot is, is kind of character and being able to handle. The or the, the pressure or the expectation level would, would he tick any of those boxes having played at a high level and having been at Celtic previously?
4: Well, it was, it was a fantastic player. Firstly, I, I, you know I always like to say uh, what what a wonderful footballer he was. Um, he came to Celtic in his career. Um, you know, wasn't up too much, but um, I don't know. Mm. I, I just it's it's it's, it's trying to. Gauge, you know the 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 managers that are out here just now, um, you
2: know, available yeah. for the role. I think you also have to um, be wary, David, of former players who who push guys forward for the job. You know that yeah. Celtic have to have a, a long term plan in mind here. That you're looking at a, a Rangers as a club who are extremely well organised on and off the park, who are a model of stability now. Celtic in the summer. Uh, will show Just how much Upheaval there is At the club You'll have to assimilate A new manager A new director of football A new chief executive You'll have to do that Three men Will have to Come together yeah. And come together Very very quickly And I I just think that Roy Keane Is far too volatile And Ten years out of management As you rightly say David The game's moved on Yeah Yeah I totally agree
4: Totally
2: agree
1: We'll leave it there then That won't last long We'll have you disagreeing <laughs> About something listen. Between now and the then uh, how, To be fair right, How much would it be worth it Just so that we could Start telling the story again About when Mark Wilson Accidentally smashed Roy Keane in training Remember he told that He slipped <laughs> Did he not He, right, he was no, running right, yeah. full pelt And he slipped you And wiped, yeah. <laughs> wiped Roy Keane out And you can imagine How the rest went
2: So I think For that alone On this <laughs> show It would be, it would be Definitely Office worth it Listen for the newspapers And for Super Scoreboard Kino arriving at Celtic Park would be golden However, for the club, I don't think
1: it'd be a good idea And just wait till we tell him that Mark lost his Roy Keane testimonial watch Because he got robbed by a fake magician in Ibiza So we we could lump quite a lot into this Anyway, um, on a more serious note, thank you to David in Blantyre. Let's bring in Dylan in Governy Are you in agreement with what you've heard so far, Dylan? Or are you on the other side of
5: it? Uh, I'm on the other side of it I heard Hugh saying uh, Roy Keane would be the last person That Celtic would need I don't understand where Hugh's getting that from Based on the season we've just had I think Roy Keane brings The fire that We we actually need This season what I've watched uh, Is um, A team that Have lacked character Bottle um, And I think You call it a firework Roy Keane might be the firework That we need Pure uh, again saying You know long term why, why can't he be the guy that Brings us uh, long term success I mean Gerrard's brought Rangers their, their first Ever success so He's not going to be there for Years to come I wouldn't imagine He's obviously got aspirations and He's looking elsewhere so I mean I don't understand Why you know People are quick to write him off mm. 10 years out of management He's been Very very Um you know, included in the island set-up um, So he's not been out of football coaching, management Manager, yes But he, I'm mm-hmm. sure he's been very hands-on alongside Mark McNeil And I, I'm pretty sure Mark McNeil wouldn't have chosen him uh, Shouldn't he, you know, if he didn't have the confidence in him So I think Wiking's exactly uh, kind of what we're looking for at this current stage A lot of the um, stuff
1: you'll hear Dylan And Hugh said it earlier And I think it's the kind of obvious go-to Is that the the type of character he is, volatile, would would that work? Do you think that stuff's unfair then? No, I
5: I, I think, uh, listen, uh, we don't know what Roy Keane's like, but I don't think anybody, unless you've played with him, you know, or shared a dressing room with him, nobody really knows what he's like in there. But, as I, I, I go back to what I've seen this season as a, a squad full of blouses at Celtic, and that needs to, that needs to improve we have went a decade of bossing the old firm, uh, and unfortunately, that that last season we were bossed, and that was down to character. And I, as I say, it was like, it's a it's a squad full of blouses.
2: Dylan, say you say. say you say that uh, he'll bring the fire, uh, he'll bring a raging inferno. But I don't think Celtic mm. need or want a raging inferno. They need cool heads for these times because there's a long way to go to catch up with Rangers now. And I I stand by one football thing at club level. He's had one good season in management at club level when, as Alec Ray has testified, he had plenty of money to spend at Sunderland, got them promoted. But thereafter, no, his managerial career at club level is a non-event. I'm not sure that description of the Celtic players or squad is
1: appropriate or fair, but but we'll leave that be for now. Alex, the... The, the notion that it, you know could kick backsides, and that's what that's what Celtic need.
3: Gordon, I don't doubt that we come in and, and, and as, as Dylan said, get some fire under people. Um, but you have to do it in the right manner. Uh, if you overstep that with a modern day player, uh, I don't think it works particularly well. You look at Neil coming out, having a go and saying people want to leave. It looked to me from the outside looking in as if a lot of the guys kind of just down tools at that point, and you have to manage that situation better than what was going past. In terms of building, uh, if you look at Roy Keane's uh, profile over the two managerial jobs, I take Dylan's point that he's been in and around with mm. assistant managers and things. At Sunderland, he was only, I think it was there less than two years, spent over 60 million, Gordon. Over 60 million uh, in early doors. And when it wasn't going his own way, he kind of lost the dressing room at that point, decided to walk away. And then when you look at Ipswich as well, he had a period there. It wasn't a long-term, but a long-term building project. So I think that will come into the Celtic board's mind, Gordon, about actually building because... Factor in what's happening In the summer You know there's players Out of contract Within a year They will go There's players Going back to parent clubs So he has to rebuild as well Has he got the credentials To take that a long term I'm not sure Any chance though That he's
1: learned From these things Because I, I assume he's Well I'm assuming He's not daft And he will be Acutely aware That he's been out of management For 10 years Would yeah. any Self-respecting pro Have a bit of reflection and, and look at what Was done
2: wrong previously And what could be done better I, this time I look at Roy Keane Every time Manchester United Lose a game And lose it badly
1: Yeah again though but are, we, are we being taken in By the bravado That comes with being A, a successful but television that, pundit but that,
2: but that is Roy Keane What you see on mm. the telly Is what you get That's Roy Keane And He won't You know Alec And I can both testify that The older you get the less likely you are to change. You're set in your ways. Oh, I've noticed, believe me. And, <laughs> and Roy Keane, as I say, Roy Keane, the television pundit, I would put no one in front of him. However, Roy Keane, the football manager, is bang average.
3: See, the thing is about actually reflecting, Gordon, everybody gets sacks, reflects, you have a look at it, but you might have been able to do better than that, and then you might try and implement that, but then circumstances take mm. hold of what's actually going on at a football club, and I think you then go back to your original kind of personality
1: Alright Dylan Interesting Good to hear both sides of it Thank you to Dylan In 0141-951-1025. Anything to add Let's hear it Who are you agreeing with Is it? Is it Dylan Is it Hugh Let us know On the phones or on Twitter uh, And we'll speak to you after these
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here Pick up the phone if you want to speak to the guys 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB We just noticed at the top of the show We were discussing the fact A lot of column inches A lot of Social media Attention Regarding Roy Keenan And a link to that Celtic job And uh, you've got the bit between your teeth on the phones We are getting a bit of disagreement Hugh and Alex Not really having it And a bit of a split On the phones so far Let's dabble with Twitter And see what's on here uh, Paul is on. Paul says Roy Keane would cause a fight in an empty room. So would Hugh Keaven's. Nothing against that. Shouldn't be allowed anywhere near Celtic. The only way he'd get it, it would be an old pals act with Dermot. Not suitable in any way. Nico says only one man: Enzo Maresca. Fergal Harkin is the director of football. The football hipsters will love it. Are you a football hipster, Shug? Could we can we clash you as that? Can we? No, the,
2: the hipster, it's the hair though. It's the new yeah. It's the new look. But at. Uh, the- That'll be sorted out when the barber's open uh, but, uh, You're going to be glued to your radio tomorrow To find out that yeah, magical exactly. date, aren't you? Uh, I, could, I could see Enzo being a, a possible candidate Because, as I say, Celtic don't need the raging Inferno Celtic need cool head, clear idea of where to go How to build a squad, a brand new squad Because there'll be plenty of folk going out And good ones will need to be brought in they don't need Any WWF going on right, okay it's, uh, it's WWE now I think
1: and oh, is I, it? My wrestling knowledge is terrible But I th- I'm pretty sure you say, okay, get, what, Producer
2: Callum He's obviously into that sort of thing He but, can tell he looks the type he's, but, uh, he's nodding away But the hipster from Man City uh, You know You could see him being a possibility but That's the other thing about it You need to be a feasible candidate You know We've heard all about it yeah, Who decides what's feasible Yeah well I think you can tell, you can use your own intelligence and work out that Roberto Martinez will not leave Belgium to come and manage Celtic. And Rafa Benitez would require a king's ransom in terms of his own wage plus. The money that would be required To bring in the players He wanted And it's just not feasible For a Scottish club To go in that heavily Who,
3: Who's actually appointing this guy? I think that's a bigger question mm. Who's actually appointing the, the next Celtic manager? Peter Lowell's on the way at the door The new guy hasn't been put in post And you're just thinking Is this down to Dermot Desmond? Well uh, no, like,
6: again
1: to, It also would depend On that director of football Everyone assumes as well And I guess in normal circumstances You appoint him first And he, he
2: yeah, takes course, part yeah. In the
1: managerial recruitment process But uh, time will tell 01419511025 Stevie Is in Craig N. Stevie A bit of a split so far Amongst your fellow Celtic fans On the phone um, Roy Keane for you Yes or no?
7: Uh, no chance No but, uh, I, I suggest I say that to Calum I suggested Derek McInnes I think it would be a good appointment So I mean Obviously as she was saying Cool Calm Knows how to build a squad I mean no, and Obviously knows the Scottish game Inside and out But I just think Given a chance I mean a bigger club I mean I, I think it could do alright
3: would, would you be accepted Stevie Do you think uh, Celtic fans Would uh, accept A former Rangers player Of
7: course well, mm. There's nothing to do With that Alec. You know what I mean the not,
3: was, like, It's just uh, You know In the west coast Stevie You know that There'll be a, an element Right away That wouldn't uh, Accept her
2: What I'd say to you Alec, In answer to that Is that um, The very best players Throughout Celtic's history The very best uh, you can find plenty of them who were Rangers supporters as kids. Mm. Uh, I'll give you Kenny Dalglish for a start, uh, and that will be a factor for some. It will not be a factor for others.
1: A a more, not been mentioned? What uh, 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 I was
2: going to say is perhaps a more pertinent question:
1: Would he be accepted on his CV? Forget what who he used to play for or whatever. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. The, now the former Aberdeen manager. Celtic fans keep telling us they're, they're looking. Some of them are looking for a kind of no. box office name.
2: Yeah. Does he fit that bill? I, I don't think, uh, and I, I think the world of Derek McInnes is a terrific guy, but I don't think that one trophy in eight years at Aberdeen, uh, and his recent departure from Patondry would put him among the list of favourites for the Celtic job. Put it that way. But what
1: you're saying, Stevie, is that one trophy is fine, but with a bigger club, a bigger budget, etc., you think that
7: could grow? Uh, his experience is invaluable covering that I mean I understand that Alec and that say, but Alec, you need to understand a, a a lot of a lot of things is all changed now. So it's not mean so I understand obviously the bias and the saying this and the saying that, but as it's been pointed out, it doesn't matter who they played for, it doesn't matter who they supported, it's what they can bring to the table. You know what I mean? And I think obviously when you look at how well he's done at Aberdeen for eight years, you know what I mean? There's no that You sit and say to yourself You had a wee pride down south It didn't work But I just think Obviously not me No output Not me In the right Obviously environment Not me And you're bringing people In a bit that you trust I, I think you should be given a chance boys Not me that's, that's just pe- my opinion
1: Stevie we keep hearing From Celtic fans On this show who Well I think everyone knows You know Brendan Rodgers has I was going to say not spoiled you Celtic fans, but you know what I mean. That was the that was the appointment, and look at the success that followed. And he had had a hugely, you know, he was a a huge name. He had had a successful stint down south and so on. And people keep suggesting to us that they want that that name. Does Derek McInnes fit that bill? And again, that's no disrespect to him. That's just the fact that he's the former Aberdeen manager. And sometimes we we look down south or whatever, and that's what we consider as glamorous.
7: Well, they said about Frank Lampard, but you know, that everybody, it was great when Brendan came, but you knew somebody tempted him, he was gone, and they like Frank Lampard and Benitez, you know, as soon as he came up, I mean, they're, they're gone, as soon as somebody gets fired, I mean, no, in the no, Premiership with his film or whatever, you know what I mean, but at least mechanic stayed, he stayed for eight years, and you can't ignore that, maybe because if they don't get it right, then Rangers fans will be singing about ten in a
2: row. So they were. I mean, but as I say, I, I don't think, think you should give up. Yeah, I understand, DB. Um, but I think you have to be realistic here. Eight years at Patondry, one trophy, uh, and I'm discounting completely discounting the fact that he played for Rangers. Not an issue, but I just don't think that when you talk about feasible candidates. I don't think that Derek, with the greatest respect, would be on any shortlist for Celtic right now. I mean, we can't speak on behalf of Celtic fans.
1: And Stevie's a Celtic fan who's telling us, actually, for him, it, it would be a good shout. So, fair enough. My gut would be along with you, and well, it makes me feel uneasy to say that, Alex Ray, that I, I just feel like the Celtic fans that phone this show maybe would be underwhelmed. Um, and that is... That is with no disrespect at all To a guy who did do a very good job at Aberdeen
3: Yeah absolutely Gordon Listen when you think that he did win that cup uh, A couple of years ago uh, There's managers who have been linked Who haven't won anything So you know it's not out of the ballpark But again like you said there The problem that Celtic have at the moment Gordon Is you're going from Brendan Rodgers was box office You know he was He was the, the
1: Hollywood appointment abs- As Hugh calls
3: Absolutely He was excellent I mean you look What he's actually doing now He's done before uh, Celtic You know I'm not sure they can Reach that calibre And I think you probably Have to lower your expectations So Again But again Until we find out What the actual remit is Of the job Um But I think you know When you listen to Stevie there He's talking about somebody Who's reliable Who's you know th- for me, if you talk about guys of stature and things and who have done considerably well over a shorter period of time, you would look at guys like mm-hmm. Wilder, you'd look at Sean Dice, you would look at uh, the boy Howe, you know, because they've all done things that are very good. They've won leagues, mm-hmm. they've they, you know, been successful in their own right with smaller clubs. So again, it would go back to Stevie's point of with the resources up here, may well be able to kick on.
1: Stevie. I've always had the impression That if someone's going to go From uh, one of our Other clubs to, to, to manage Celtic or Rangers It would be someone Who is on a Consistently upward trajectory Someone who's continually Getting better and better And better Their stock is so high That Celtic or Rangers Then pinch them away Derek McInnes Has left Aberdeen w- w- With their fans Some of them not, not too happy With the way things were At the end And ultimately That's that's part of why He's vacated that That's not a concern for you?
7: No because at the end of the day, I mean, he was there for eight years and, I mean, he, he, he did, when you watched Aberdeen, I mean, he, he did make them hard to beat. And, as I say, I, I just I just think he, be, he, he could be gave a chance. That's sort often, I mean, I understand what the boys are saying and I respect that. I mean, and Wilder and all that, I mean, he's great. But, again, as soon as somebody bigger came in, I like he'd be gone. I just think, I mean, we need a bit of stability in things. Just put down solid foundations, put down, bring somebody in. Give them the time, what they've done with Gerrard. You know what I
2: mean? I think anybody, anybody who comes in, uh, there's a likelihood that they will be spirited away somewhere else if if they're successful at Celtic because that's the way life works. You know, the, the, Stephen Gerrard, when the time comes, will go away. Uh, Brendan Rogers went away when the time was right for Brendan Rogers. So that's not a factor. You know, you have to take someone... Expect him or have faith in him to challenge Rangers in a a proper way, not be 20 points behind them with the possibility of being 23 points behind them come Sunday. Uh, And never mind the fact that one day They'll be enticed to somewhere bigger. I, I, I get that.
1: I get the concern, Hugh. But ultimately, should you not want someone that's so good that other people want want him as their manager? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, of
2: course. But you, but then we're back to the question of feasibility. Brendan Rodgers was available. He had left. No, that's lo- what I think. I'm agreeing with you. That's what I'm saying. That this notion that oh no, we
1: don't want him, him or him because they'll be tempted away. You, know, <laughs> oh, the best, oh, you, you want the best, God. You want Brendan yeah.
2: Rodgers was tempted away, yeah. but but. With a lot of success beforehand When Stephen Gerrard went to Ibrooks, He knew Dave King knew And everyone else in the building knew That when the time came He would go away somewhere else Probably Liverpool So I agree with you Get the biggest name that you can in at Celtic Park And never mind the fact that he will go away one day They all will Whoever it is They will all go away No one's going to stay here for the rest of their career
1: Uh, Thank you, Stevie. That was Stevie and Craig N. Scott Liddles on Twitter. I've said a few times, Celtic should look at John Terry, young, good knowledge. Think he would play good style of football and would bring youth players through along with signing some decent players. That's very much that's a Stephen Gerrard type appointment, isn't it? Sort of untested at that level. Well, to be honest
3: with you, he's he's done um, some good stuff at Aston Villa uh, with the manager there and. um, when you look at, you know, the experience he's been gaining over the last couple of years You know, he would be perfectly placed Because as you say, he knows the market mm. for, for the youth set up down south
1: Soza and Christopher Wren both
2: suggesting Mark Hughes well, i yeah
3: You
2: know, um, he's got plenty of experience mm-hmm. um, Whether he would light up the place, I don't know um, But, it would be worthy of consideration But you also have to ask yourself uh, the question in some cases, people may not want to come here. In some cases, people might think, do you know what? Everything's changed in Glasgow. Stephen Gerrard's got Rangers going. There's money coming into Rangers. They could have Champions League money to add to it next season. They're uh, stable on the park and off the park. Celtic got a big rebuild going on. Maybe now is not quite the time to take the Celtic job. OK,
1: 01419511025. Gilad is a Rangers fan from Glasgow. But In London What's your point tonight
8: Hi panel uh, Yeah, Good I just want to say How much I love the show uh, Thank you For For making my Football point I just want to give a wee Shout out to my mum Given on After Mother's Day um, She is the most Fair weather Football fan In the world She hasn't listened to your show For the last Nine years I would say And religiously listens to it now it's and funny that so, she, I know right
1: <laughs> See you call it fair weather There's another phrase for that Hugh <laughs> Keevans uh, <laughs> Glory What is it again? Glory Hunter no, That's she's the not a Glory Hunter <laughs> I'm only she
8: kidding just, She cares about Rangers so much That when they're doing rubbish she, you know But um, So she, basically you
1: forgot to get her a card And you think this is going to make up for it
8: I actually got her a 55 bed uh, T-shirt as well uh, For <laughs> Mother's Day so I have been a good son. It's <laughs> um, funny, Hugh Keevens
1: is wearing one of them in here tonight. It's funny that. Uh, what's your football point? I'm conscious that I'm talking too much nonsense to you and we're getting a bit close to the travel. On you go.
8: My football point is um, the difference between what well, I saw this season between Gerard and Lennon is that Gerard had the ability to develop the players in his squad a bit more. If you look at the likes of Arebo, Morellis, Hadji, Golson, Tab, they all went through kind of shaky points at the beginning of the Rangers' careers. But then, after a while, they seem to steady. And now they're playing some of the best football we've seen in the Rangers, uh, well, I've ever seen the Rangers. And, uh, and, and yeah, I guess Celtic, I think player-to-player player, they have about the same sort of calibre of player, like the likes of Christie and Edouard and Turnbull and McGregor. But Lennon wasn't just able to get Enough out of them And develop them more I mean every player In Rangers at the moment Has gotten better Over the last Maybe two or three years I would say So yeah I guess You keep saying how There's there's a big rebuild At Celtic I think They need to just really Shaken up their defence a bit And then Then it'll be a bit more
2: uh, A bit more competitive no, I think we're very generous there uh, There isn't a goalkeeper At the club Worthy of being the Number one goalkeeper And uh, The back four Laxalt will go back to Milan Uh, John Joe Kenny will go back to Everton Uh, Christopher Eyer will look to see if he can get out of the club in the summertime and go elsewhere Shane Duffy will go back to Brighton in other words the entire defence will need to be revamped next season the entire defence
1: what about Gilad's? That's a good point. G- general point, yeah. Alex, about the importance of a manager who improves players that are already there, or even once you get them, you then improve them. Because of the the kind of speculation, the drama that sometimes comes with yeah. transfers, people always do, do we sometimes sometimes overlook that, and we look at recruitment and nah. who's getting brought in and how much money are you spending. Should Celtic's, if Gilad's given Rangers an example, priority be? To improve what you've already got
9: Yeah
3: well listen The the one thing you can say That he's absolutely right in some of the players Over the course of the last couple of years You know they come in uh, Stephen Gerrard and that. I think they have a philosophy They have played to that philosophy Gordon their overall performance You just take Tavernier as an example You know because Hugh mentioned earlier on A bit changing later on His performances this year Have been absolutely remarkable His stats Even you go over to Barisic Who's mid-twenties 27, 28 Uh, There And then you look at the younger players as well Young Ryan Kent Starting to develop in You look at Kamara You look at the other midfielders Even Ryan Jack So you see The performance levels go up Gordon uh, And you also look at a brand Of A style of play And you think Does
1: that require patience then? Because that doesn't seem like the type of thing That can happen overnight And if we are Broadening it out you know, to talk to take Celtic into account as well. But,
3: but Gordon, I think I think some of the ingredients are already there. Uh, and I take Hugh's point on that there's going to be a mass overhaul. But you look at the nucleus there, you've still got Callum McGregor, you've still got Forrest, Christie possibly still be there. Uh you've got younger guys coming through, Dumbelli, you've got uh, Mikey Johnson. So there's there's plenty to work with the recruitment as well is really important, Gordon, because you have to have time to work with your ideas. This is going to have to be for me a guy who can work on the training field uh, Whether he's, he's, he's right-hand man who does that Or whether the manager oversees that, Gone, But Celtic have to get a philosophy and a style That's going to uh, compete with Rangers next year Because if Rangers go again next year, gone, And I think there'll be a wee bit of turnaround as well with Rangers Because of contracts and things But if they kind of hit the same performances And the same levels Celtic have to go some uh, Because of the overhaul Gilad, do you think
1: Steven Gerrard can continue to improve those players again? Do you think they've got another Level in them if if they remain at the club next season.
8: I think I think they're all. I think the way. Yeah, I think the way. Yeah, it's pretty much all the players are going up on the, on the up and up. Uh, I think there's definitely more to come from Kent, especially Hadji as well. I think those players can really start to make a stamp. And I think I said I said as well. I said to my mum, say my mum again at the beginning of uh, when Gerard came in. His man management. You know, the players want to be better for him, his ability to, you know, inspire and I think, yeah, I think, he's, I think the player's going to get only better and better. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Thank you very much, Gilads, and happy belated Mother's Day to Gilad's mum. We're going to get travel, which means it's the perfect time to call. You could be up next.
0: 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Kevens and Alex Ray are in the building It's 0141 951 1025 To get in touch on the phones And if you would rather tweet You can do that as well At Clyde SSB Let's see what we've got on there actually Barry Duffy says All these managers names getting branded about Mark Hughes, Roy Keane, John Terry Do me a favour Rafa or Eddie Howe are the only worthy candidates, says Barry. You can tweet us if you disagree, uh, or even better, pick up the phone 01419511025. I'm a bit worried about this, right? This says Danny, he's in Penny Lee, and I've got a little bit of additional information here which says he's mid jog, so <laughs> he, he might be a bit breathless. Sorry to disrupt you, Danny. How are you?
9: I'm all right, thanks, mate. I had the, uh, the drugs on Hulk, so I said, welcome, a little breather from it. Good stuff. Uh, the reason I called that, I'm, I'm a Villa fan, so mm-hmm. I'm a Villa fan who's living in Glasgow, I take quite a bit of interest in the old firm, and particularly this season, really enjoyed some of the drama that's gone on with it, uh, but I picked up earlier a point about John Terry coming in mm-hmm. as Celtic manager, and heard that mention a wee bit, and do you know what? John Terry has done a brilliant job in terms of some of the coaching he's done at Villa. However, what might surprise a lot of people, a lot of that coaching hasn't been particularly around the defence. He's worked with some of them defenders and improved them undoubtedly. But Villa's main improvement in terms of defence, there was two things that happened there. And one was when the keeper Martinez come in and secondly, was when Craig Shakespeare came in in the summer. Now, that's the name I think would be perfect for the Celtic job. Craig Shakespeare, uh, he's obviously gone to Villa because he wants to get back into first team management. Uh, and I think that happened. However, I don't think John Terry at this stage in his career is the right person to come in there. I think it could ruin Terry's coaching in the future. I think he probably needs to go into more of a settled job. And I certainly don't think Celtic's a job for him, I just wonder what you guys thought on possibly Craig Shakespeare coming up.
2: Again, we're back to the optics. Um, A a, a guy, uh, part of Aston Villa's backroom staff. Um, And again, in club management, Craig Shakespeare hasn't pulled up any trees. Uh, And the Celtic supporters... Are looking for the biggest name they can possibly get. Do we need to get over that?
1: Then is it? You know, how important is that? You know, we keep hearing this, but if somebody's a good coach and they're the best man for the job, it's going to improve your players or all the other criteria. Well, I, I get. Are I, we putting too much emphasis on the size of the name?
2: Um, you can only go. Remember, there's a commercial side to this. Celtic need to sell mm. season tickets. On the back of what's been a disastrous season.
1: And does that stuff not follow pretty quickly if actually the guy whose name isn't that glamorous is a good manager and just starts winning things and gets you qualification for the Champions League or whatever?
2: Yeah, but you have to sell your tickets before he starts. All Uh, right,
1: but you get the wrong guy
2: in, you sell them for this season, but you can't sell them for uh, next season. Well, that's tough because you you went for the best guy you thought was there for the job. As I say, I go back to the optics. If you say, listen, we've appointed Craig Shakespeare. Fifty percent of the Celtic supporters will say, "Fine, I'll see you some other time."
3: He's actually been a, a number two in the majority of his career as well. You know, Nigel Pearson and uh, Big Sam Allardyce. He's now uh, he's now in a Villa, uh, a very experienced guy, Gordon. But for me, it's a wrong movie. I think Celtic have to be progressive. I think they have to look at an up and coming guy, uh, and I don't think Craig would fall into that bracket.
1: Danny, how? And I must admit, it's not a name we had had thrown at us until tonight—the John Terry one. How is he thought of then Amongst Villa fans Because I take your point about You know He's, he, he's never managed before Is it the right time No he has Gordon
3: He has managed he's, he's, oh, sorry, he's, yeah, yeah. he's come in at Leicester um, For a period. No no
1: John Terry I'm talking oh, about Oh sorry mate um, But on, Danny the, the thing is in Glasgow The Stephen Gerrard appointments Kind of changed everything for us Because you know A couple of years ago The, the thought of an under 18s manager Or someone from a, a backroom staff Coming in and taking one of those jobs Would have been unthinkable But but now we've seen it Could John Terry do the same no?
9: Uh, absolutely, John Terry's really well thought of in uh, at Villa and what I would say is my wife and her family are all-rangers so I've seen the effect that uh, Gerrard's had and how that's turned that club around, it's been fantastic but they had to be patient with him and I'm not sure John Terry would get that time and I think he needs to learn whereas for me, like as I say, as a Villa fan Shakespeare has been the biggest difference this season and he's the reason we're probably six points better off he's tactically changed things in games we've looked a lot more solid he's taken a lot of the fear away Similar to what he did at Leicester when they won the league. Now you're right, could he do that as a first-team coach? I don't know, I don't know. Can I just say one other thing while I'm on? I think it would be a shame to be on Glasgow Radio and not say this. As a Villa fan, I would just like to thank Celtic for buying disco lights over John McGinn because we wouldn't be where we are now if it wasn't for that.
2: (laughs) Don't get me started. Danny,
1: I think this is the first time we've had the pleasure of your company and you've just walked straight into Hugh Keevan's favourite subject. I won't, I won't make him revisit it Because we all know how strongly he feels
9: um, Oh but you lot love him down there don't you? Oh I love him He's, he's the man who got us promoted You know he's, he's not had the greatest season so far Because he's coming back from that injury But he gives 100% every game And he compliments Greedish so well And I could go on about that all night But John McGinn Absolute legend of Villa He's the greatest Scotsman since Alan Hutton
5: <laughs> and
1: well, Of course, we've got a Scotland squad announced tomorrow. Something we'll maybe discuss in the second hour, and uh, he will be in it. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Hugh Keaven's the way they've taken him is quite something. You can uh,
2: chart Celtic's complacency <laughs> and uh, gradual decline. You're pinning it all on that. That's where it started. That, <laughs> Come was, on. that was that was. Listen, Celtic won seven in a row. They then had John McGinn uh, going to the club. And the club Managed to make a mess of it And halfway through The the next season Brendan Rodgers said Bye bye And you can chart Everything From the failure To get John McGinn
1: I told you he felt Strongly about it Didn't I I You can't say any more Than that Thank you very much To Danny Who's an Aston Villa fan Out jogging Somewhere In Penny Lee That's that's the reach Of this show you're, You're never quite sure of What's going on But thank you very much Danny It was a, an absolute pleasure To hear from you Hopefully we will do it again At some point In the future um, John McElvaney says Arnold Schwarzenegger Rubbish at football management But he's a big name <laughs> There we go Hugh Kevens. He says Hugh Keevans You're a sausage I don't really know What to make of that So I think we'll just
2: well, John, Skip straight beyond that I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I think, I think, I think of you the During the commercial
1: break I've heard better insults For Hugh Kevens. Some of them have actually gone Gone pretty famous oh, yeah. In case you hadn't noticed Right thank you very much That was Danny I think that just about rounds it off for this part.
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The football.
1: Ah, there's always something new and exciting about a Monday night's Beat the Pundit. It's a clean slate. You just do not know what the week is gonna have in store. What I would like it to have in store. Is a more convincing performance from you listeners This lot are here for the taking Hugh Evans is back in the studio now So he's got less time to study at home He cannot cheat by rifling through his newspaper I think he's here for the taking 01419511025 Your chance to beat the pundit is next So get your call in before 7 o'clock
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Duke Evans and Alex Rayer here 01419511025 Been a busy old start to the show I can't remember the last time it wasn't a busy start to the show But that's the way we like it Lots of your thoughts coming in about Roy Keane Yes or no for the Celtic managerial uh, position We've had some Rangers fans on giving us their thoughts On where things are at um, at the moment If you've got any thoughts on them, keep them coming in We'll make time for it between now and 8 o'clock Here's a thing though Scotland squad gets announced tomorrow And I know the way it works in this part of the world That's not always the most exciting piece of news That I could bring you But think about it With the Euros fast approaching This could be the last chance To take a look at any new faces Who might be able to force their way in this summer So give us your suggestions I don't know who Maybe maybe it's nobody Maybe you think there's no one out there knocking on the door But as, whether it's David Turnbull Billy Gilmore Nathan Patterson Ryan Gould Someone else that I've not thought of if we're only going to get one more chance or a couple of more chances to take a look at some new faces, who should they be tomorrow? Let us know. 01419511025 and we'll do this first.
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, football.
1: Right, let's see what a new week has in store on Beat the Pundit. Scott is in Fault House. How's it going, Scott?
6: Hi, ah, not too bad. How are we doing, guys?
1: All oh, good, Scott. Are you one of these? Play along at home, and it's taken you a few years, and you've finally plucked up the courage. Yes,
4: aye, aye, aye. If I'm kind of listening occasionally, and uh, you're normally alright, so I try. That's Not to be too confident, but aye.
6: See,
1: I like that it's measured Hugh Kevens. but oh. they do always say once the pressure's on, it's a bit more. Like yeah. you, you two are used to that. That's about the only compliment I can give <laughs> you is that you're used to the pressure.
2: What do I always tell you? Move from one failure to the next
1: With no loss of enthusiasm Did you hear me try and quote you on that the other night? I did And did I get it right? It was a close? I love it, it's my favourite You're absolutely correct You have many good phrases But I think that one's my favourite Right, let's see what we've got Heads, it will be Hugh Keevans Who moves from one failure to the next With no loss of enthusiasm Or it will be Alex Ray If the coin lands on tails So let's see what we've got here Ooh, and it is It's that old specialist in failure Hugh Keevans up <laughs> against Scott In Faldhouse So, I'll get producer Callum To press the magic button through there And we'll turn Hugh Keevans off Not literally Right, there we go He's disappeared for a few minutes Scott, I know you've never played before Pretty simple 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know it The secret is just pass quickly And move straight on to the next one, okay? Right. Neil, me... Right, good man 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now Who scored Hibbs' first goal on Saturday? Pass Other than Aberdeen, which Scottish side has Derek McInnes managed? St Johnson Who's currently in temporary charge of Inverness Cali Thistle? We'll pass Only one 17-year-old has scored in the Scottish top flight this season Which team does he play for? Uh, St Mirren Name the stadium that St Mirren used up until 2009 Hey, I love Street Who does Scotland face A week on Thursday In a World Cup qualifier Israel Okay let's bring Hugh Keevans back Thank you for uh, Your effort, Scott Let's see what the old fella can do Hugh Keevans Can you hear us You got us loud and clear I have Good same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now <sighs> Who scored Hibbs first goal On Boil. Saturday Other than Aberdeen Which Scottish side Has Derek McInnes managed Um. Oh Who's currently, St. who's currently in temporary charge of Inverness Cali Thistle? Neil McCann Only one 17-year-old has scored in the Scottish top flight this season Which team does he play for? Pass Name the stadium St Mirren used up until 2009 Love Street Who do Scotland face a week on Thursday in a World Cup qualifier? Austria Which top flight club in Scotland were the first to change managers this season? Libby Okay, okay Scott, how was that? Aye yeah. so, so.
4: <laughs> I don't know so, Is it, so, is it
1: tr- true what they say Is it tougher when the The clock's ticking And the pressure's on Yes mm.
4: definitely, definitely I usually say pressure's Only for tyres But I
1: <laughs> Right well <laughs> Let's see how the tyres cope tonight Who scored Hib's first goal on Saturday It was Martin Boyle 1-0 aye. Hugh Evans. Other than Aberdeen Which Scottish side Has Derek McInnes managed This is a tough school And you know we accept Your first answer So pass St Johnston will not do ah. Scott and you 1-0 St Johnston. Who's, temporary, who's currently in temporary charge Of Inverness It's Neil McCann Hugh Keevans goes back aye. in front it's Swinging back that, and forward 2-1 Is that one you would have got At home Scott do you think?
4: Aye I would have got that Just that normally But aye.
1: Alex I wonder if you knew this Only one 17 year old Has scored in the top flight Ackies? No do you believe It's Ross County Leo Hjelda He's on loan oh. from Celtic Very good Um, Name the stadium St Mirren used Up until 2009 Love Street You both got that So Hugh Keevan stays one in front Who does Scotland face a week on Thursday In their World Cup qualifier Scott if there was ever such a thing as a good wrong answer It would be Israel Because let's be honest We, we always play Israel um, But Hugh's right On this occasion It is Austria Which takes him two in front And he stretched his legs A wee bit You didn't get this far Livy were the first club In Scottish top flight To replace their manager This season So I'm afraid In the end It's a five for Hugh Kevens And a two for you Scott Hardline's
4: I suppose that's why he gets paid the big bucks
2: eh? I, I <laughs> bet <Something> your <laughs> Something like
1: that <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much That was Scott in Faldhouse. 01419511025 I'm sure we will get more thoughts in on uh, Managers And the game at the end of the week Maybe some European stuff For Rangers But um, I'm interested in your suggestions for this Scotland squad announced tomorrow lunchtime And we just said it a moment or two ago This could be the last chance To take a look at any new faces Who could potentially force their way in this summer So this is not just any other squad announcement You just brush off and don't pay much attention to This could be the last chance So for you Who needs looked at tomorrow With a view to being in there in the summer Is it Like I said These are just the names that sprang to mind in the office Is it David Turnbull Is is he in or not Billy Gilmore Has he played enough football Nathan Patterson Is, is he too young Or is he still in there with the, the right back options we have I don't know who else. Ryan Gold Is he doing good things in Portugal? Is there anyone else? Or maybe there's no one at all. Let us know.
2: 01419511025. Any new faces in tomorrow for you, Hugh? Do you know what? Uh, I have to remain true to my position on Nathan Patterson. I, I don't think now is the time for him. He is an outstanding talent in the making. But I don't think it's responsible to put him in full international football right now. Ryan Gold fascinates me. He's been in Portugal for years. And to the very best of my recollection, very, very rarely, if ever, has he been brought back for a Scotland squad. No matter what he does in Portugal, and apparently now he's looking very, very good. So it would be interesting to see him there. Billy Gilmore, if Billy Gilmore can play for Chelsea in England's top flight and look the part, then bring him on. Uh, And the other one, David Turnbull, I think certainly is worthy of... Being considered, do you think he will be in that squad tomorrow? I do, Alex.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think Turnbull's uh, most certainly going to be in the squad, Gordon. I think when you look at the the players who are emerging uh, domestically and down in England, he can, he's a standout candidate. Uh, listen, Gordon, he can change the game. See, from middle part, you're trying to chase a game. He can score mm-hmm. goals. He's range of passing, very uh, mobile as well. So I think he's got a lot of attributes and. Uh, back to the the Gilmore one as well um, You know, I don't think he's played a lot of football this yep. year You know, there's guys playing 30, 40, 50 games mm. uh, And then you have um, Young Patterson And I take Hugh's point on board It's only a couple of games He has what, potentially six, seven games Depends where Tavernier is He's got a European tie coming up on Thursday night And I suppose he will be looked upon in that If he can showcase what he can do over six, seven games He might just hit the... Uh, The manager's radar The added
1: Spanner here is There'll potentially be A domestic ban Coming for the The whole Covid breach But um, We skimmed over this A couple of nights ago He is not A central midfield player If he was You wouldn't even entertain it Because Well we've got Loads of them And we've got ones That are playing regularly And playing at a high level But there are one or two areas Of the team The squad is Is it worth just just taking a look I've, We're not suggesting These people
3: Start the game right Against back, England I think right back Is the one that stands If you're talking about A position where Scotland Are struggling a lot, bit I would say right back you know, the boy Palmer down at the bottom. Potentially
1: up front as well. Yeah. Is there then, any, any anyone in that area?
3: Well, Gordon, I think that's one of have said for a long, long time. Uh Dykes. Um, you know, we, we thought he was doing good things, Came into the Scotland squad and really looked imposing, but he's really struggled. No goals in the last twenty in the English championship.
1: That's all right though, isn't it? I mean we still know what he'll do for Scotland. I think I think, and, I think he'll, he'll can, play. But I
3: think he can lead the after line of it. But other than that, Gordon, I'm looking about and saying there's no one domestically, no well, one down in England he, standing out.
1: Here's another one Hugh I I mean The purpose of this was To find new faces That we could maybe Get a look at But since we're on the topic For instance Does Lee Griffiths get named In that Scotland squad squad tomorrow?
2: Um, I think he'd be fortunate To get chosen for that Because he he very rarely Gets a game for Celtic And when he does It's a cameo appearance Last 10-15 minutes Uh, I'm not sure That he's had the type of season That would allow me Or anyone else To say tonight He's a certainty I don't believe he is Is the saving grace The fact that he Is fresh is, <laughs> no,
1: he, well, no he's not He's not up against Many other informed strikers either Who are going to be You know Banging the door I, down
2: I understand that But I, I'm trying to apply The the logical rule of thumb If he can't get a game for Celtic Why would he get a game For the national team Right so of the names That, that we mentioned You both think David
1: Turnbull yes. w- Will be in that yeah. squad tomorrow Yep um, But no one else No other surprise I mean to be fair Look Stevie Clark's Always going to be Relatively loyal to a group of players that got in there. I don't think anyone's doubting that. We're just mm. trying to wonder: are there one or two little spaces that might be up for grabs? Well,
2: Gilmer, uh, I think would be under consideration um, because of where he plays and and in fairness to Gilmer, how he plays when he gets a jersey. Um, but Griffiths is the fascinating one because you know he, he he's done good things in a Scotland jersey. But I look at the type of season he has gone through. And I repeat If you can't get into a Celtic team toiling Then On what basis do you walk into the Scotland team? Celtic fans, you'll have seen
1: him up close Anyone else that's watched David Turnbull Has he done enough to get in that Scotland squad tomorrow With a view to the Euros What about those other names Or any that we've missed Or maybe there are none at all that get in tomorrow Let us know Craig is a Rangers fan You've um, got a couple of points I think But with just with that in mind Craig Since we're on the topic Nathan Patterson Too early or not?
10: Not for me No Listen I think we have to Realise that uh, Probably one of, the, of our You'd say weaker Areas of the field Is in that right back Position um, You know in, Over the the last Number of years We've had a couple of Auxiliary right backs We've had um, You know players Like Keciania, Who was more of a Right wing back Than anything else um, So I don't see Why Nathan Patterson Shouldn't get it He has stepped up In high pressure European games I thought Although we had a Couple of moments against Lavia Prague He was outstanding in that game One of the tackles he made was a surefire goal If he doesn't get there And he timed it perfectly Because if he mistimes it, it's a penalty as well You know That's the kind of tackle an experienced player Is able to make in time for that So I think he's a real quality player And sometimes, listen, I understand what Hugh was saying But to me, sometimes We're a nation where the national team Misses out on these players for too long and holds off and calling them up and then by the time they do they've maybe you know got past it or the pressure's back on them or um, they end up not getting called up because they go to another club and they start maybe not playing as well as they were and you miss out on that opportunity when they're at a point and in good form and I understand because of the Covid breaches he might not have a lot of good grace among um, sections of the Scotland support and I, I totally understand that and he will serve a ban for that coming up But I
3: don't see a reason Not to, to give him a chance we The timing, the to timing being... Yeah sorry I was just about to say The timing Craig May well suit him Because uh, As we said there Stephen O'Donnell uh, And then the boy Palmer you, you know You may well think Right this is an opportunity To fire him in See how he copes around About the squad And if he if he really showcases In training What he can actually do And then obviously You've mentioned uh, Slavia Prague Coming in Thursday as well If he does well in there Why not throw the boy in Have a look at him and then if you can get him some game time It gives you an indication of what he can actually do at that particular level Stephen
1: O'Donnell is Stevie Clark guy He's the mm. most experienced there He's played, he got us there so I don't want people to misunderstand this He'll be, he'll be there We're not really talking yeah, we about it more, We're not talking about instead of And the only yeah. other one who's remotely played is Liam Palmer Played a lot this season But probably going to get relegated from the, Absolutely. the Championship with the Sheffield Wednesday Yeah, just about About taking Alex, what have you, what have you seen of him And how how do you balance up then an Nathan Patterson Who out of our right back options Will have played at the highest level this season Out of all those available yep. He'll have played at the highest level But not very many times yeah. So you know What's more important?
3: Uh, listen Gordon uh, The one thing he, he does lack experience Over a period of time You know He hasn't played at that level But again You look back to last Thursday He hadn't played at that level uh, Equipped himself very well I think Um Thursday night at home Will be a good yardstick as well You'll get a good idea Of what this kid can do Obviously the squad Has to be named before that And that's the reason Why I think you might see him Throw him in there Gordon Because if he if he showcases Over a couple of games uh, I think Stephen O'Donnell Will most certainly be The right back Who starts uh, the competition Because he's loyal to Steve Steve Clark knows What he can actually do But in terms of What, what does the boy Patterson bring to the table Very athletic Can charge up and down and what I seen for the other, the other night, Gordon as well He anticipates things very well Because as as the caller Craig says You know, the boy had a surefire uh, shot on target He anticipated where it was going And managed to get a good block in And that's, that's good indications for a young guy
1: um, Conroy and a few others making this point Saying, got to have Patterson in there If you're good enough, who cares about your age? Is the international qualifiers any better than Europa level? Stuart Ferguson says um, Kids get put into final squads now Rather than going... As water boys or book boys, so Patterson should go. We need to look at other striker options. Brophy, what? I think Brophy's been injured, hasn't he? I mean, hasn't played. G, and a few others saying Shea Adams has to be convinced to play. He qualifies for Scotland through the granny rule and he's in great form for Southampton. We need strikers on form. I suspect that question's been asked before, and if he's not said yes yet, and he said yes now With the Euros a couple of months away That would I'm not sure who That doesn't seem
2: particularly likely Does it He wasn't in great form When the mighty Seagulls Beat them at the weekend <laughs> yeah. He scored did he not Who
1: scored for Southampton I think he did uh, yeah. I think, he's the, all right. He was alright He's actually doing okay one.
3: Yeah you're,
1: you're but It'd be a good addition going. because fed up of his Brighton bias on here honestly yeah. um, Mikey also wanted to Throw that name in there uh, Craig I know you had Another point as well Take us away
10: I, I don't die Just currently touching on this Celtic manager situation. uh, Although I'm a Rangers fan, I do come at this from a perspective of, I think this is an issue that affects both clubs' sets of fans whenever managers come and go. There's this almost sense of entitlement. Why are Celtic entitled to an elite manager? You know, elite managers tend to want to go to elite leagues. And not to disparage our league, I put it down, because I love our league, but the Scottish Premier League is not an elite league. And I think when I hear some of the names... That have just been Completely ruled out By Celtic fans I do find it You know Staggering that Some managers Who have had Varying levels of success At clubs um, at Which If you look at any manager's CV You're not going to find An unblemished record there Even Pep Guardiola Has had a bad season um, These things happen But when I hear Very experienced names And more than capable names Like sort of Mark Hughes Or people that ruled out Or maybe take a chance When I or Roy Keane Whatever I do find it Quite a An exceptional thing Why Is A manager Who's not Rafa Benitez Or Roberto Martinez No good enough To manage Celtic Because do you think Martinez think... or Benitez Want to stand at Dingwall On a drich in night Or in a league That only has 9 out of 12 teams With a grass pitch
2: well stevie Gerrard stands in Drake nights In places that uh, he never thought he would stand so i think that so that's maybe craig's point though you know he w- he was wasn't
1: a manager he was an under 18s you know the, the notion that you can get someone that ticks all boxes is it i
2: don't think there's any craig referred to it as a a sense of entitlement i, I don't see it that way at all rangers fans and celtic fans want the very best they can get their hands on to go to their club brendan rogers Uh, arrived to a tumultuous welcome Stephen Gerrard arrived to the same tumultuous welcome thousands of people inside Celtic Park and Ibrox that's what the fans want they want Mm. the biggest name possible and if you have 50,000 season ticket holders or 60,000 season ticket holders it stands to reason there'll be many shades of opinion some on the programme tonight think Roy Keane's a good idea some have used phrases like not a chance Uh, and that would apply to Previous Rangers managers as well I'm sure when Pedro Cashinha came in People thought Oh, foreign coach You know, they can be interesting And then they discovered He was a complete waste of time But the fans They're not feeling a sense of entitlement They're feeling a sense of Let's get the best guy possible here Does it have to be someone though, Alex That causes 12,
1: 15, 6 Whatever it is Thousand fans to turn out on day one You know, has that now become Because it was Because Rodgers Because Gerald Is that now what we're looking for Forever more From an appointment
3: I think most fans Would be looking to try And get the biggest possible But some of the names That have been mentioned I don't mean to be disrespectful Because I've actually championed Some of these guys Like Sean Dyche Eddie Howe Wilder. Mm. I don't see Tens of thousands Or thousands of people Pitching up for these guys Coming through the doors However Is
1: is that that your criteria now? No
3: not at all Gordon Then, listen Going back to What Craig was saying there For me Football fans will always want the best They will associate guys Who are out of position Like Rafa and For me Rafa's an impossibility Martinez Never going to happen Because of where they're at In their managerial careers uh, So I think these guys Are more realistic Some of them are out of work Gordon uh, So you know It's a case of what road uh, Celtic want to go down Right Craig
1: Thank you 0141951 I'm seeing a lot of tweets here About your suggestions Of who should be in that Scotland squad Tomorrow If you've got any on the phones Let's do it next
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Alex Ray Are about to put their brains together Let's see what that can come up with oh, on, that, the full, that a lot. on the full. On the full time teaser uh, You will blitz it at home I'm absolutely certain of it Keep your calls coming as well We'll do this quickly We won't dwell on it Since the start of the 15-16 season Thanks to Murray for the question by the way Seven players Have missed two or more penalties In a single Premiership campaign Can you name them? Since the start of the 15-16 season Seven players have missed two or more penalties In a single Premiership campaign Yes This season Wasn't it? Uh,
3: Yeah I think it was Yep Yes uh, I'm going to say Cosgrove No
1: Griffiths Yes so that's the thing Some of these guys will be Very good penalty takers Really but yes. They take so many That they might miss The odd one So James Tavernier Lee Griffiths Five to get Morelos. Um. No, he's not taking many, has he? No,
3: he hasn't, but I know he missed That
1: wasn't the oh, All was wanted... no. oh, right Right, Christie. Yes You've you seen my sheet of paper Absolutely flying right Okay, we'll leave it there Since the start of the 15-16 season Seven players have missed two or more penalties In a single premiership campaign Rack your brains No matter what team you support Think If any of your players ever missed two or more Let us know Right, um, Twitter has exploded here Talking about players that may or may not Get a wee look in Tomorrow Like I say Don't just disregard this As a Scotland squad announcement Who cares This is One of the last ones Before the Euros So You know The squad might be starting To take shape Bobby Boy Says I'm a Celtic fan And it's a no brainer Patterson has to be included Get him in See what he can do Uh, Willie Ahara says What about Lewis Ferguson Um, Play for Aberdeen He's consistent All season I'm a Rangers fan But he's a very good Midfielder Is it just to do With the area Of the pitch Alex
3: Yeah I I like Ferguson I think he's almost At double figures as well Some penalties in Amongst that Gordon But when you look at guys Like McTominay McGinn Armstrong uh, McLean You know there's some Real talent there It's just too early For Ferguson
1: And again if you're Talking about midfielders Who may Be in with a shout Of Creeping in Then he's in with Turnbull And he's in with Gilmore And that's competitive Isn't
3: it Yeah I, I just feel as if He's got a bit to go I do like him I think he will progress nicely And I expect to see him In Scotland squads Down the line too many to
1: mention So I won't mention any names but Loads of people are saying What about James Tavernier? He's the best right back He's been here for five years We don't really exercise that rule Why, why not though? Well it's a, a gentleman's agreement Between the, the home nations If you like sure. With England and Wales and so on So that, that, that we, we don't do that really Think about it There was loads over the years That they used oh. to say Was it not like Amoruso and Novo and so on I feel like this discussion Used to come up um, But yeah we we don't tend to do that so. But other teams other, other countries do do that Yeah well without getting Political You know We are in a bit of a different situation sure. Where we are part of The United Kingdom And so on That's a different phone And that's not for us <laughs> So um, Anyway Right uh, Billy is in Livingston How's it going Billy? Not bad are You Good well Yeah Good no, Pleasure to have you What's, your, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Well, I just think um, we're talking about obviously partisan, um, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Turnbull and um, mm-hmm. players like this. I think anything that's got a talent that's coming through the ranks, we need to get them into the squad as soon as possible. With how many years have we been waiting for to get to a European Championship, get a World Cup, and we're watching these talents from other countries that are obviously doing a really good job, and then we're not really having anything coming through. Oh.
1: All right, we've lost um, Billy a little bit. He's still there, but the line is a bit uh, ropey. I'll see if producer Callum can clear that one up for us. We got the gist of it. He was talking about Hugh. Yeah, you know, don't don't hang around on these things. And I, I don't think anyone would argue. Well, you can't because it's a fact. You're talking about Patterson He's not played a lot of football. Oh. W- would there be any? Would there be any harm then in, in taking a look? W- what's the What's the downside to that? you know who who's miss who would be
2: missing out at his expense then do you know what i'd love to hear stephen gerrard's take on this because sometimes you have a, a duty of care to the young players uh, he's had an outstanding beginning um not many starts in games for rangers but that will undoubtedly come he is without question a gem that rangers have uncovered but As I say, sometimes you have a duty of care not to be irresponsible with them. And it may, for all that he's doing well and in European ties, it may be that international football right now is unfair on him. What's your experience of that, Alex? Because, you know, Hugh's using words like
1: unfair, irresponsible. That's what I'm trying to to get at. You know, does getting asked to go along and train with the Scotland squad for a few days and and see how you show up towards the end of a qualifier. What what is it that's irresponsible about that? In I what way does that go wrong?
3: Yeah, for me, I don't see any downside at all, Gordon. Uh, it gets him in and about the place. Uh, you see if he's coping within that environment because you've got a host of internationals, you've got different guys, you've got guys playing well down in England, and you get him in and have a look. You have, as I said, Stephen O'Donnell will most certainly start uh, next week. And if you can factor in 20 minutes for this guy, it gives you an opportunity. Because then that what that happens there, is, Gordon, because you can always step back and go, listen, we've given him a wee chance. We've had a wee look. It's not, not the right time for this. Because you know what Palmer's going to bring to the table. So it's just another option to see if it's... And what happens if, uh, sorry, uh, if Palmer gets injured or O'Donnell gets injured, then you've had the week, a look. The week before the Euros. Absolutely. You've had a look and you know what you're going to get. Um, yeah,
1: Billy, I think we've got you back. You keep a a close eye I'm sure On on Nathan Patterson Being a Rangers fan I'm interested in how much This stuff can sometimes Transcend You know Club allegiances Take David Turnbull For instance then He's a rival player But do do you think He should be in the squad Tomorrow with a view To the Euros
11: and, you know, we're, we've all got the rivalries and stuff like that. But when it comes to Scotland, you just, it's, it's kind of like that kind of goes in the back burner. You just need to what you need the best team to play against, especially when you're a to play player, the old enemy, England. You want the best team possible out there. So whether it's Turnbull, whether it's Patterson, whether it's whoever it is, they all need to kind of play. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really bother me, like, what player. Don't get me wrong, you obviously want to see, I want to see a few more Rangers players come through because we're not seeing it really well. So players like Patterson come through, young boys, yeah, definitely.
1: Well, it's going to be interesting, like I say, tomorrow lunchtime. So make sure you join us on the show tomorrow. We'll tell you all about it, um, and look back on uh, your opinions on on whether it was right or not. Um, I'm just checking Twitter once more just to make sure uh, that we're not missing anything at the moment. Um, David Healy's thrown Marcus Fraser in there. See, that's loads of names, loads of guys that have been good. You pals, Sean
3: Rooney, Hugh, and there's you know another one, like Alex Devlin. Uh, is it Devlin so for talking right backs Nicky yes. Devlin for you at Lovie. listen what I've seen him of this season I think he's been one of the standout uh, right backs in the country Gordon listen I'm not saying he's a world beater by any stretch of imagination but he's very consistent he's very robust and he's always charging up and down the flank defensively he does okay as well yeah. right I think you would some club football issues on your mind as well Billy
11: um, I was just talking about like the, the Celtic promotion, um, appointment to be fair if, um, if you're talking about Roy Keane um, coming in it all depends on w- like, as a Rangers fan, we are absolutely in glory just now. Um, and I'd love to see that keep happening. Um, and if they want to have somebody like working, and it depends if they're going to stand for us being a bit more dominant for the next couple of years or not. That's really what they need to look at. They need to look at... Um, because I, I enjoy a bit of rivalry. I enjoy a bit of... Here they are. Don't get me wrong. I love um, watching us win all the time. Um, but, you know, it's, it is good to have a wee bit of banter between each, the fans and you hate to lose but it's good fun anyway um, but I, I think um, if they're wanting to in they need to look at will, will they be able to sustain that for the next couple of years because that's what Gerard's done and that's going to be the same with anyone else they're looking at like whether it's maybe John Terry or something again It's a couple of years that they're probably looking they're going to have to rebuild again so unless they get somebody really big in and get really big names in I don't see them catching up with us for
2: the next couple of years to be fair yeah um, it's so important this appointment um, because I go back a long way as you know Gordon uh, I remember when Billy McNeil left the Celtic job in the 1991 and then came Liam Brady star name flop and then in came Lou McCary, flop and then in came Tommy Burns who played magnificent football, but could only get one trophy during his time there. And a club can very quickly drift out and out. And uh, Walter Smith led Rangers to nine in a row in that period because it was Billy and then Liam Brady and then Lou McCary and then Tommy Burns and uh, you know it, it could not be stopped. And that's why I think this appointment is very very important. Because you have to factor in that Rangers right now Are stability personified Going really, mm. really well Domestically and in Europe And Celtic have to be conscious of the gap That has all of a sudden Developed between the two clubs Rangers are miles in front of Celtic now Are they? And
1: and, and by asking that I want to look at it more generally right? Because I wonder if we've got a tendency to To dive in on those things And the the example I'm going to give Uh Is actually You know When Celtic Under Brendan Rodgers Remember They would People would say Rangers are five years Behind this team Then they would play At the weekend And Celtic would win 5-0 And all of a sudden People would say Oh it's ten years And all of a sudden After 90 minutes They've added five more years on And I never quite got that And As as Time has proven They were not Ten years behind Because football Roger Hanna always brings this up In the show It's it, it it goes in cycles And all of a sudden it, you know Things can change quite quickly Of course
2: Rangers have left Celtic in their wake this season uh-huh.
1: But sh- should we not learn from, from that In the last couple of seasons
2: uh, and, uh, you know, I, I do appreciate that uh, When Dick Advocat uh, Had uh, beaten Celtic to the title By I think from memory 19 points And then Celtic appointed Martin O'Neill And the following season Celtic won the league by 21 points So he had a 40 point turnover The point I'm making about where we are right now is that Rangers have the players, they have the manager, they have the director of football, they have stability Mm -hmm. and momentum. And Celtic in the summer will undergo incredible change. The type of change that the fans have not seen in 25, 30 years. They're going to lose a team full of players and they're going to have to recruit and recruit well because the biggest failure... On Celtic's part this season Has been dreadful recruitment
3: Yeah I'm looking I've just run down Some of the players That I feel as if Celtic May well let go On the back of what Hugh's saying there uh, So Barkas uh, Duffy Ayer will go Laxart will go back uh, Brown potentially Christie's in his last year Elanusi, Klamala Ayeti Are they still going to be there Is Griffith's uh, time up At Celtic as well Gordon I looked at the ones That were the mainstay Will most certainly be there Julian, Turnbull McGregor Forrest so it's far outweighed, in my opinion, who will be out the door. Whoever come in he comes into Celtic's got a massive mm. job in their hands.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's the point I'm trying to make, though. I, I'm not for a second saying it's not massive, yeah. But, but do are we sometimes a bit dramatic with it all? Like I said, I used the example about Rangers. How many times did we hear it? It's 50, fifteen no, no, years no, back. So we do sometimes get a bit excited. You
3: know, no, no, we do get a bit excited. But the thing is the the one thing that is apparent is that Celtic will have a major overhaul of players this summer and management team as well. How that gets up and running. Only Time Hotel w- w- Will the Celtic fans be happy enough to give the manager the time that Stephen Gerrard's had? Time Hotel
1: Billy I know that was the first time we've had the pleasure of your company Make sure you do it again sometime Take care He's gone already he's Billy <laughs> in Livingston Right let's bring in William uh, Who's a Celtic fan on the line Hi William
6: Hello good evening guys how you doing? See you're th- can I make a wee Scotland point before I go into Celtic? Of course you can I, think, I don't know if you mentioned Hickey I think he's played uh, these plays get double figures for Bologna and Serie A playing at a good level. I know he's still a young player and all when you're talking about Parson there at right back, you know. so He's
3: a left back, me. though, William. I bet he's right footed. Yeah, but and <laughs> he keeps
1: telling everyone he can play right back as well. Do
6: you think so? He's right footed.
1: Anyway,
3: anyway. No, it's a good
1: name. I like it, William. Carry on. Oh, I like that.
6: I know, he's young. I know he's young. I think he's still 18 or 19. So it's just like Parson. He's quite young, you know, and he's probably not played a lot of. He's probably not got a lot of experience, but just
1: quickly with your Celtic hat on as well, a bit William, your your expertise. David Turnbull should he be in the squad tomorrow?
6: Oh, definitely, definitely for me. You know, I think he offers something a wee bit different. He sees that pass that you want to look for for getting into your strikers. He's intelligent on the ball. You know, it's he offers me. You're talking about Christie and other guys in the team and the, the, the engine that, that McGinn's got and the guys like. Uh, Guys like McGregor The passing ability And guys like Holden You know like Jack and all that But I think Tumble offers A wee something different You know he offers That creative edge The intelligence That ball that you need To break teams down And I think that's that's uh, Why Tumble should be on the team Okay
1: well we'll find out tomorrow I know you had other points as well So just you carry on Don't let me stop you
6: It's just the wee point That Hugh made earlier Hugh, Hugh was talking about uh, Celtic having a long term fix for me, that doesn't fit, and it's a wee bit of contradiction, you know. With, with Celtic in the past, they've had a pre- precedent of uh, uh, sacking managers because they've no one in the league. So, uh, any manager that's going to come in for me is only is, is, go- is only going to get one season. He's not going to get two seasons. So, I don't know. I don't know where that coming from when he's talking about a, le- a long-term fix. I mean, if you can sack Neil Lennon, you can sack Tommy Burns, and you can sack Billy McNeil for not winning the league. A long-term fix doesn't fit that that
2: narrative. Your your objective must be to get the best man possible for the job, and to understand, I think, that in season number one, given the scale of the rebuild that's required, uh, the championship mm. may be beyond Celtic already. Uh, so that's why I'm saying let's the the club should not dive in and get. Uh, For example For the sake of conversation Roy Keane In the hope That there's a short term fix there They have to be aware of The ground they need to cover In order to catch up with Rangers William surely Surely it's not as simple as that Surely
1: there are Different degrees Of failure For instance If Neil Lennon In fact take Neil Lennon out of it right That's probably a bad example But if a manager comes in next season Loses out to Rangers on goal difference On the last day of the season But picks up the Scottish Cup And does well in Europe He won't be sacked, will he? He won't be sacked just because He didn't win the Premiership It can't be that simple
6: I think the president Obviously the presidency has been set no, you But know?
1: That, that's what I'm wondering Has it? Because you, th- th- how can you compare One guy who finishes 30 points behind Gets papped out of every competition With a guy who loses it on the last day And maybe picks up another piece of silver Where this Simplistic statement of If he doesn't win the league He'll be sacked Do do you think that really works?
6: Well there's a new possibility Next season That that whoever wins The league next season Will go straight into The Champions League group stages Mm -hmm. So that's a carrot For any manager Do you know Any manager coming into Celtic That's a carrot To go straight into the To to go straight into The group stages Of the Champions League For me that should be A selling point As as Celtic You know So In winning the league Winning the league is Is, is everything The second is nothing You know so I, I mean there's a lot I mean Celtic fans, I mean how can you win a treble One season win And lose the league the next season Get a sack But that's you my know, point though,
1: William It's not it, Surely it's not just That Celtic won the league uh, Lost the league It's the manner in which they did it It's Ferencvaros It's Sparta Prague twice It's the, the league lost county. You know it's not just about losing the league
6: but you're talking about Europe, there, right? See the, see the same, see the same period that, that Stephen Gerrard's been been in Europe in the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard's won 24 games in Europe. Celtic have won 21, so there's no a disparity there. So I, even though you're talking about Celtic losing games,
1: yeah, but, but again, I, but William, you're talking about the reasons Neil Lennon is no longer the Celtic manager. And Alex, I don't think it's unfair to say that. If we're talking Europe this season
3: There is a disparity Obviously Yeah Well listen uh, He highlights uh, the uh, Neil's record and you look back The last couple of years They got uh, Through the group stage Last year This year was abysmal The bottom of the, the tree But it compounded What was going on Round about it Gordon The actual league form Two wins in 12 And then he had a spell After Christmas Which was poor On the back of Ross County As well So when you factor all that in There was a clamour From Neil to go Going on to next year Gordon uh, Whoever comes in at Celtic as long as the team is progressing Because it is a major overhaul and to, Listen, you never know They might hit the ground running And give Rangers a real good challenge next year And it'll be neck and neck And we don't know how that'll progress However If there's signs that things are going in the right direction I, I believe He could survive
1: is, not winning the league 100% okay. Thank you very much to William Quickly, this teaser anymore Doidge No uh, Stevie May No, you two need some thinking time Right, Listen to this Anyone out there involved In a local sports team Maybe you're a coach Even a player A parent perhaps If so Well we've got an exciting prize up For grabs just in time For the non-contact team Sports resuming We've all been looking forward To that day We're teaming up with Total Teamwear Limited They're going to give away £600 worth of product That means new kit Jumpers Tracksuits The lot Head over to Clyde1.com now to enter And let Total Teamwear sort you out We'll get the answers To the teaser And more of your calls next
0: Number 1 For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here They're trying their best to come up with the answers to this teaser Murray wants to know Can you name seven players Who've missed two or more penalties in a single Premiership campaign Since the start of the 15-16 season James Tavernier, Ryan Christie and Lee Griffiths You're going pretty well Billy McKay
3: No Uh, Stephen Naismith Yes um, well done What about um, Did I say Chris Boyd? Don't bother Alright okay <laughs> Um. T- Templeton?
1: No Dougie Emery? I'm interested in your Aki's theory But you're still wrong
3: Ocampo? Mm Still wrong <laughs> Come on Sean, Throw an Aki's guy in <laughs> um, uh, What was the central midfielder
1: shock? What else have you got On that bit of paper You've been scribbling away During the uh,
3: break What about the boy Walker at
1: Hearts? Whoa, Hugh Kevins He's not as daft as he looks By the oh. way Jamie Walker Two to get
3: Okay we'll leave it there And one of them guy I, felt, I didn't
1: say that at all I can see his eyebrows raising I did not say that at all um, Right Goggs is on He says Turnbull Should get in the Scotland squad Griffiths as well He's a dangerous striker And we don't have too many And I'm a Rangers fan Says Goggs
3: um, Is he fit though That's the thing
1: David Lees has got a full list um, Lewis Ferguson, you've already said yes. no. David Turnbull, we said yes. Nathan Patterson, you're kind of leaning towards yes. Hughes, no. Billy Gilmore, um, and he's gone. Tony Watt, Jordan Rhodes, all in for me. Now, I know Jordan Rhodes has been in before, um, and it looked like his time has come, but we, we, are we are we back to where we were with this striker thing? Because even, you know, McBurney at the start of this season or last season, was, oh, well, hold on, you know, he plays in the English Premier League, he's 20 million, he's scoring goals, but they're having a torrid, aren't they? This season Yeah Um, Whether that plays any part or not Um,
3: I'm not sure about the Tony Watt one either Gordon I know he's scored a few goals this year But You're talking about international football I'm not sure Tony's Wilberto
1: says Patterson over Palmer Nesbitt over McBurney, Griffiths, Gilmore, Turnbull All in How about Rooney at St Johnston Um, I mean I think we can safely say It ain't going to be Rooney and Patterson Is it? That would be a a major A major surprise Would it not be two Uh, new uh, right backs? uh, Yeah I'd be surprised Kevin Nesbitt I feel like maybe a few months ago The, the groundswell for him was
2: yeah. Stronger than it is now I think he got himself a bit uh, Depressed by the failure To get out of Hibbs uh, In the last transfer window But Back to form now uh, And uh, yeah. you know, He scored at the weekend uh, For me He'd be there before Griffith Is got, any
1: striker got, suggestion A bad striker Gordon, suggestion? Gordon, I
3: was one of the ones With uh, Nesbitt In the first part of the season If he replicated The early form in the second part I would have been championing him But I have to say It's a bit alarming He you know, got a tap in It counts at the weekend mm-hmm. He's back up and running Let's see how he does Over the coming weeks But will that be enough To get him into his squad uh, Again it will depend Who's available Come the summer
1: mm-hmm. Okay well we will find out Tomorrow lunchtime. Is that squad So make sure you join us Tomorrow night We'll tell you who's in it And I'm sure we'll get A few different suggestions A few arguments About what was right And what was wrong So let's go back to the phones Mackie is a Celtic fan From Springburn Take it away Mackie
10: Alright boys, how you doing? Good, to see you? I just want to say I'd like to see Martin O'Neill back at Celtic
1: Go on in sell him Sell him to us Sell him to you.
10: Yeah, look at the players they bought And was at Celtic Harsons, Sutton's Stubbs The players they had there Big Bobo Baldi He knows how to get a defence?
2: Nostalgia gets in the way here you know Martin did it before, therefore he will do it again. Uh, I think if Celtic wanted Martin, O'Neill would be there now. Um, so I'm not sure that Martin's stock is anywhere near as high as it was when he came to Celtic uh, to that fanfare of trumpets.
3: Yeah, it was almost uh, 20 years ago as well that Martin pitched up at Parkhead. Uh, getting in his later years, I'm not sure he would want to come back to this. Environment either, Gordon. Um, so I don't think it's a viable option.
1: Um, I mean, Mackie, some of the you're right in terms of the recruitment of that team. That
3: that didn't
11: come cheap though did it? Oh no, not at all. But uh, it was all good big players. They
10: both went to it.
2: When Martin came in, uh, Dermot Desmond was ready to throw money at it. So you got Hearts uh, and Sutton. Larson was already there. Uh, Lenny. Alan Thompson Neil Lennon that, 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 that Those four players alone Sutton, Hartson, Thompson and Lennon accounted for over £20 million uh, I'm not sure In fact I know for a fact that Dermot Desmond won't throw £20 million at this right now
3: I, I actually I actually think Celtic will spend more than £20 million come the summer uh, partly to do with the players that they're actually going to sell Gordon because uh, you have to cash in an Edward it looks like Christie. It looks like Ayer All going into the last year So they will recoup A lot of money On the back yeah. of that And when we've mentioned Some of the other players That are actually yeah. on the way out Guys like potentially Scott Brown Having to replace him as well uh, You probably have to go For another goalkeeper So I think that's a Major Major investment Celtic need in the summer
1: Mackie why do you think A sort of Proven Manager Who's Perhaps you know Been there before And it was a little while ago As well um, Is better than a, An up and coming Kind of younger type
10: uh, you're not going to get anybody it's, it's got a good well name We come to Celtic Celtic can't afford them and it's the day, But today what the boys are talking about it will just disappear after a season I mean
1: I'm not saying The cheque will be the same size That Brendan Rodgers received to you I'm not no. sure, I'm not sure but We'll see that again soon But Celtic can Fund a manager If, if required Can they not? Well,
2: well they have to <laughs> I mean, I, I mean they, well they, though Yeah and they have to do it well as you say because the the, the supporters by their tens of thousands are sitting back waiting to be impressed here Uh, and that's why uh, throughout all of this since Neil Lennon left the club I keep thinking to myself when will Dermot Desmond ever say anything at all to the people he wants to buy season tickets for the club Um, his silence is now deafening and it remains to be seen where He is at the moment. You know, does he still have the same passion, commitment, desire, call it what you will, for Celtic, for the 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 rebuild? Uh you know I think you really have to stop being the absentee landlord and tell tell the tenants what's going on. All right, Mackie, thank you very much. That was Mackie in Springburn. Probably do as
1: in the phones. I don't think we've got much time to squeeze one more in. Back to Twitter, and um, again with a view to the Scotland squad tomorrow. Blair McMillan says Patterson? Question mark. Welsh should get a look in as well because the centre halves are rank. Was Were centre halves? Was that not the the?
3: I thought he done great. The
1: best area of the pitch and qualification yeah. for this thing.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think when they played with a three, you even look at uh, McManus So deck, 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 big Declan Gallagher, Gallagher. come then. He he done brilliant as well. Uh, McTominy went back into Because I mean
1: I, I can almost guess What Blair's Mentioning here right he's, he's, Some of them Maybe aren't glamorous names And yeah. uh, not playing with big clubs Scott McTominay's out of position But that was The strongest area Of our team yeah. Even our much praised Midfield Probably had more room For improvement Than our backline did Is yeah, that fair?
3: Yeah without doubt Gordon I think when it mattered They stood up They defended brilliantly uh, McKenna as well Down in North Forest Will probably come into the reckoning So Um, I think the boys Done well at Celtic And uh, Again You maybe have a look At them Gordon I I wouldn't I wouldn't be adverse To Stevie Clark Having a look at Three or four young guys Even if he does Bloats the squad Gordon Just to have a look And see how they cope Within it Not necessarily Actually making an appearance
1: Right okay I think we will Have to leave it there Because you two Have got some work to do Mm. On this teaser Now remember If you want to hear Your question used in the show If you think you've got That type of trivia You think you can catch The guys out It's full time at Clyde1.com So get your emails over um, And they'll be gratefully received Since the start of the 2015-16 season Seven players have missed two or more penalties In a single Premiership campaign You've got Tavernier Christie Naismith and Walker And Lee Griffiths Two to get Kyle Lafferty No Good shout um, Right, okay You weren't wrong on your Brophy Uh No you weren't wrong on your Hamilton Ackies line. I gave it away. I think your eyebrows, you face is not right? right? Yeah. So, uh, the Yackies. and we are going back probably to about the start of that uh, era that I said that that, 15, that time frame. Yeah, um,
3: I can remember? I was. Who was a midfielder? The enforcer in the middle? Of the, mm, not not an, an enforcer. No. Who
1: um, was a midfielder? More of a kind of creative type.
3: The Ackies. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling. Gone. I think. <laughs>
1: He will be partly remembered for, Well for lots of things But I seem to remember him Nutmegging Joey Barton On Joey Barton's debut Do you remember that? Because no, that was the big He came with the fanfare didn't he And a couple of minutes in
3: I've I done that on a regular basis uh, That's not really giving me much help Well and
1: I think he also scored the winner A famous goal for the Acquis against Celtic Went down to Went down south Bolton amongst others He had a spell I think it was Doncaster
3: I'm struggling
1: You can't uh, yourself When uh, I name them. Give me
3: these initials. AC Andy Allen what? Ali, Mac- Ali McCann No C, uh, AC That's a uh, funny C uh, uh,
1: Ali Crawford, Crawford. Yes. Him, Yeah. Right the last one St Johnston Uh Then went to Hearts More recently But this would have been At St Stevie Johnston McLean. Yeah Stevie McLean Well I'm done Well done Right thank you Hugh Keevans. Uh Thank you to you Alex Ray But the biggest thanks As always I think you know Goes to you Because We rely on you We love the calls We love the tweets We love you listening at home Thank you very much We will be back tomorrow At 6 o'clock So make sure you join us Scottish football Throws something up every day So I'm sure there'll be Something new And there is that Scotland squad announcement As well We can look back uh, And we can have a good old debate About whether it was right Or wrong Join us at 6 In the meantime Just stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next